Welcome to Pasture to Pets. This is Jennifer Dowd, ProTrition Inside Sales and Marketing Representative, and welcome to our first ever episode. We have with us today Gray Parks, our one of our nutritionists. She is um, specifically our equine nutritionist, but she's going to join us today to talk about some ostrich and emu nutrition and some other fun facts. So, Gray, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Jennifer. I'm happy to be here to talk about something a little outside my usual video topics, um, but an interesting topic and something that I've learned a lot preparing for to do this video. So, Gray, as we dive in, what are some things nutritional-wise that you would like our viewers to know? One thing it's important to realize and an easy mistake to make is people want to assume that these are just really big chickens and we can feed an ostrich or an emu the same diet we would our typical domesticated poultry. Um, but that's not actually true, especially for ostriches. Ostriches are grazers and they're designed to eat a lot of forage, actually similar to how we feed horses. Um, they need access to either high quality pasture or high quality forage to ensure that they have that fiber in their diet. Emus are a lot more similar to our chickens and so they are gonna have a more typical commercial concentrate. What's an ideal feeding ratio, would you say? Not ratio, I guess ration. What is the ideal ration? <laughs> so with ostriches, alfalfa hay is the preferred forage or a high quality pasture and then a balanced concentrate um, to meet vitamin and mineral requirements and some extra protein as well. For emus, a concentrated diet similar to what we'd feed to other poultry is a more appropriate diet. So a typical starter or grower or laying ration, depending on the type of emu that you have to work with. That's perfect because we're going into egg health and breeding health. So what are some things that may differ in egg health and breeding health? So one important thing to realize is that emus and ostriches have a lower calcium requirement than chickens do um, because they only lay an egg about every two to three days instead of every single day like a chicken. So if you try to feed a typical poultry laying ration that's high in calcium, you can cause um, issues with their bones and joints because they're really not designed to eat those high calcium diets. We want to actually dilute that a little bit for them. Cool. Um, and I know you have a few eggs in um, incubation right now and you had a few that just hatched. What are some best ways are for incubating an ostrich egg since they are larger? Do they just go in the same incubation or... How, how would you? They incubate it? at a little bit lower temperature okay. than a chicken egg for one, um, and they take about twice to three times as long oh my to gosh. incubate. Oh my goodness! So it's going to take a little bit longer to get those done, um, and obviously your typical chicken egg incubator volume-wise isn't really going to handle mm -hmm. um, an ostrich egg. So you're going to make sure your facilities are appropriate for something as big as exactly. an ostrich egg. Exactly. One thing when I when I was researching a little bit on this um, before the video is feed conversion and feed efficiency. I know those are drastically different in between ostriches and emus. So what are those tidbits that you have on that? So ostriches in particular, like most large animals, are nowhere near as feed efficient as a typical chicken or turkey is, um, nor have they really been selected for feed efficiency. So when they're very young and growing rapidly, you might get a two to one feed conversion, which means for every two pounds of feed, you get a pound of gain. But as they age, they can become upwards of five, six, or seven to one, just because they're such a large animal and because they're eating a lot of fiber, which is a lower energy type of ration. So you're not gonna get those dramatic gains that you would in say a pig or a chicken. Gotcha. Okay. And the digestive system of an ostrich and emu. I don't know if we touched on that or not, but I know that they're um, one in particular that we don't really hear about. Yes. So they are both technically monogastric or one stomach, single stomach type animals. Um, 
Ostriches do have a very, very large, large intestine, which allows them to utilize fiber and is a much larger proportion of their digestive tract than you see in an emu or a chicken. Interestingly, all of these ratites, the ostriches, emus, rays, other types of similar species, while they are technically birds, right, they don't have a crop like we're used to seeing in our domesticated poultry like chickens, so they don't store food the same way. Everything's kind of an in and out continual flow system. That's very interesting. And we do offer a co-op feed for rat tights in particular. And then I know you touch on some custom feed items for rat tights as well, correct? We do have an all-purpose co-op rat tight diet. Um, really designed more for the starter grower type, um, but it does have some added calcium. So it can work for most populations. With our partnership through Protrition, we also have access to the Missouri line of specialized exotic feed. So if you have a large group of multiple types of exotic species, we have other options. Um, and then for very large producers, we do occasionally have calls to do customized rations as well. All good things to know. Well, great. That is all I have. But are there any other things that you want to add? I know we had some fun facts to throw in there as well. So if there's anything you'd like to add on. Yes. The most dramatic learning for me <laughs> uh, was that ostriches have a lifespan of 50 to 75 years. Um, and That's compared to our domesticated <laughs> poultry that I'm accustomed to working with, right. I could not believe or imagine that. Right. The other um, interesting husbandry tidbit that I learned was that when you're building a facility for emus and ostriches, it's very important that your fence posts are outside the animal's facility um, because the birds tend to walk the fence lines and rub their bodies against the fence and they'll injure themselves on the posts. Um, so <laughs> we put posts outside the fence for horses so the horses don't push the fence apart. Exactly. <laughs> so same concept, but different requirements right. for those animals. So if anybody is interested in purchasing an ostrich or an emu, um, be mindful that they do last for a very long time. <laughs> um, but thank you, Gray, for joining us. And I hope you all gain some information from this video. Thank you for joining us this evening on Pasture to Pets. Be sure to join us every second Tuesday of the month to talk about our specialty animals such as rabbits, guinea pigs, ostriches, and emus, whatever you can think of. This is the series for you. See you again next month.